Sephora stores are everywhere you are. So just pop in when you need a brown lip to match your 90s playlist, a confidence boost before your interview, or a last-minute gift for mom's birthday. There's always a Sephora near you. Just pop in. Use our store locator to find your local Sephora or Sephora at Kohl's. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Today on Very Delta, we talk about sandwich artistry, interior design. We interview David Rios, and we talk about venturing out of your hometown and finding the real you. M. Oh. M. Mom! Are you a lady like me? Introspective, beautiful. Oh, are you intellectual like me? Beguiled by a bargain? You like wild times? Oh, like me? Are you serving the community like me? Well, if you are, then you must be very Delta. Hi there, I'm Delta Work, and this is Very Delta. This is a podcast where I look gorgeous, speak extemporaneously, and invite fascinating people to sit over here on the couch and tell me things. Very Delta, for the lady who reads Avon catalogs on the toilet, but doesn't order. Hello, gorgeous listeners and spectators. Welcome back to another episode of Very Delta. I'm very excited to be here today. We have an extraordinary guest on today's episode, but we need to cover some things that are very Delta. Um, honestly, let's just get into it. I am so curious as to why Subway is still throwing around the title Sandwich Artist. What is sandwich artistry? I feel like uh, I have had some good experiences at Subway. I love going to Subway. I recently went to a Subway drive through which completely blew my mind. It was in the middle of Utah. I had no idea it was there. I kind of wanted to move there just so that I could always go to a Subway drive through I know exactly what sandwich I'm going to have. I know exactly how I want it made. But I realized that when I see the title Sandwich Artist, it suggests to me um, something sort of next level. So like if you go to a restaurant and um, there's like a daily special or a chef special, I feel like it's a little bit uncouth to, I feel like it's a little bit uncouth to ask the chef to prepare the chef's special in a specific way. Because then you're sort of saying to the chef, like, it's not your special, it's my special. Then if that's the case, then just go, I don't know, order meatloaf at a drive-thru somewhere else. But if you're going to a restaurant and, you know, you you can't really step on the chef's toes, I, I feel like. So in that case, it's hard for me to step on the toes of the sandwich artist. But I don't mind doing it at Subway because I haven't really come across any artistry. I don't know what that artistry is that I'm looking for, but I do know that um, I feel like I want all of the ingredients on the whole sandwich. So... You know, my sandwich that I like to build would start with um, Italian urban cheese bread. And I don't want it toasted, 
But I like to have just one line of mayonnaise on the sandwich, right? I want it on the bread because what happens is sometimes if you build it with lots of vegetables and then they put the mayonnaise on the top, then it just gets on the wax paper. So that doesn't really seem like artistry to me. I feel like artistry is also like creativity. So you need to create a way that somebody can actually eat the sandwich without the whole sandwich falling apart, if that makes sense. Um, so I like to have like just a line of mayonnaise. I don't want any mustard on it. And then I want like the ham and then I want Swiss cheese, which they don't have any more Swiss cheese. So I don't know how the artists are supposed to really work without their tools, but they don't have Swiss cheese anymore. You can only have provolone or you can have, um, they call it American cheese, but it's white. And I always feel like American cheese is supposed to be yellow or orangish yellow, whatever. Um, these are choices that, that are made. Um, but I also feel like, you know, they make these sandwiches day in and day out. So, you know, they work with a lot of assholes and a lot of really rude people that maybe they don't really look up from their phone and they're just like, mm, maybe ham sandwich or like whatever it is that they do. But um, so I feel like no one is really in an environment at Subway to flourish as an artist. I, I, I think we need to get rid of that word, that term. They recently did a uh, a renovation of their menu, and they've added that if you want, like, double meat, it's called a Fit Pro. So it's, like, more protein or something. Um, so I think when that happened, they could have removed the sandwich artist title and just said, like, hi, my name is Brian. Like, that would be enough. So that way you don't have this expectation that you're going to really get this beautiful meal. Because let's be honest, you know, it's all under there and they slop it on. By the way, if Subway is listening, you have these new banners across the, um, where they lift up the, like, sneeze guard so they can, like, make the sandwiches. That Those new things are frosted over the clear glass. So now everything looks really steamy. It doesn't look like this fresh place where you're going to get a fresh sandwich. You kind of can't tell what's in those containers. So you can't keep the artist on their toes. You see what I'm saying? Um, we really should rethink those those laminate, those sticker things that you have on there because it's really making it look sloppy and dirty. And um, actually, now that I think about it also, Subway, you recently introduced these um, like fresh drinks, like hi hibiscus drink and... Um, orange papaya drink or whatever. And there's always an iced tea in the middle. And I feel like if you're about healthy choices, one of those fresh brewed items, and we've talked about fresh brewed iced tea, I'm not going to go over it all over again, but I am going to say this. None of those things that you present as fresh brewed are sugar-free. They are all full sugar, at least at the locations that I go to. So I think we need to keep on top of that. Um, if you want me to come in, we can do a meeting. We can talk about how we can offer at least one item uh, like that. I gave up on McDonald's, you know, a long time ago. Uh, McDonald's does have a dollar drink, which I appreciate. But McDonald's pussied out a long time ago when they decided that they were going to, like, you know, that that documentary came out about, like, supersize me. And so McDonald's, like, rethought everything and they sized things down. When they did that, they dropped their 44-ounce drink to a 32-ounce drink as their largest. And so what they did was they took the, op the option away to have a larger diet beverage or a larger sugar-free beverage because they decided they needed to decide for their customers because they got bullied and pussied out. Uh, maybe that's not the right term. That's the term I'm going to use. Um, in any event, you know, Subway, I, I'm just, that sandwich artistry, I feel like unless you're going to train people how to make sandwiches with sort of a flourish 
or, uh, you know, an effervescence or like a, you know, this way or this way. Like, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing where there's like, uh, a cert- why where a certification is deserved? Do you see what I'm saying? I went through the other day, and I, I said, "This is what this is how the girl did it." She was uh, making my sandwich, and um, I forgot to ask for mayonnaise. So I thought, "All right, she's gonna put the line of mayonnaise on the top. No biggie. It's it's my fault because I'm she's gonna put whatever I ask." And so I said, "Could I just get one line of mayonnaise on it?" And maybe she watches very Delta and maybe she just doesn't like me or maybe she was having a bad day. I don't know what it was, but she took that bottle like this and she looked right at me and she said, oh, you want mayonnaise? I like a lot of mayonnaise. She shook it and she went. (laughs) All over the sandwich with mayonnaise. And I thought to myself, you know what? There's nothing I can do about this. There's bigger fish to fry. Normally, you know, I'll blow everything out of proportion. On this day, I said to myself, why? What's, why? This probably made her feel so good. And I don't know what was happening at Sandwich Academy that day for her. But uh, I, I knew that I'll just go home and scrape it all off. Sometimes you just have to scrape it all off. You know what I mean? Um, but it made her feel good. And so I feel like I did my part. I feel like I did my part by not... Um, picking up the kettle of hot coffee and throwing it on her. I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I did something. That day, I didn't ruin someone's life. That day, I took ownership of the sandwich. I took it home, I scraped the stuff off, and I just ate the bread and the ham and the white American cheese because um, also, you know, I asked for the provolone cheese and I got white American cheese, which whatever. I mean, listen, I've had 46 years of... Of the proper cheese, and I think this time it's okay. I think, I mean, regardless of whatever cheese I'm going to eat, I'm probably going to end up shitting my pants anyway because I think I'm probably lactose intolerant or have IBS at this point. Um, It could be both, really. It could be both. I don't know. Um, But I feel like this is the art. Where is the artistry? Where is the love? You know, where is the appreciation? Where's the pride? Where's the pride? Stop giving away, stop throwing around that title, sandwich artist. Or, up everything a couple of bucks and say, go to this location. There are artists there for sure. Uh, you know, because I'm willing to pay for it. I don't want it for free. I have never wanted anything for free. I don't think anyone owes me a fucking thing. But, you know, I feel like if your name is, you know, if you say you're an artist, if you say you do drag, like get in drag. If you say you are a sandwich artist, be a sandwich artist. Fuck. Well, anyway, enough about food today. We need to get to some art. Um, You know I loved interior design, and we have a talented guest all the way from Palm Springs to the Trixie Motel Show. We have interior designer David Rios. Let's take a break, and we'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. Everything is online today, and Squarespace offers so many features to make your website so sleek, 
and professional. I love to shop online and I like to see how different small businesses and people have their websites set up. For me, it says a lot about how the customer service experience will play out based on a company's web design. I can always tell when a website is well-built and well-managed. It's the functionality and Squarespace has it. With Squarespace, you can book appointments through your site. They provide everything you need to manage your schedule, accept secure payments, send automatic reminders. You can have an online store. You can sell your products directly on your site. And they offer amazing analytics too, which is great for growing your business. You can learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are the most effective. So check out squarespace.com slash verydelta for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code verydelta, all one word, to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Welcome back, gorgeous friends. Today we have a special guest. If you recently watched Trixie Motel on Discovery, you got to know our next guest a bit, and I'm excited for you to get to know him a little bit more. I'm very happy to welcome my friend David Rios to the show. Hi, David. Welcome to Very Delta. Hi, my love, and thank you for having me today. I'm super excited to be here. You, uh, oh, I'm excited for you to be here, but you also, you have been working on so much stuff lately, specifically the Trixie Motel, which I want to get into in a little bit, but we've known each other now, like going into our third decade. Easy, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And also, too, uh, obviously, our connection also is Raja, um, which we were just talking about before the interview about uh, oh, the God. Oz days. Oz days. Are you kidding me? The the birth of of, of drag, for me, it was. Mm -hmm. The family, the, the literally, I called uh, Oz my family. Mm -hmm. And it, I was thinking back, was, you know, when did I first enter Oz? It was at the age of 15. Yeah. At the age of 15, I was working um, with a permit um, at, a, at a company that was doing a balloons. Wow. And that was my way to get in. I would say I was going to be making like the balloon arches for the drag shows. And Raja would go run into the back and open up the door and then bam, I'd go in. It was super fun. And I could stay there the whole night. Yeah. And even though I was 15, I kind of looked 18. Right. So I, I passed through. Right. Which is interesting because now as you get older, you start to look, you're starting to look so much younger. Ooh, girl. I know you, um, do you, uh, do you partake in like the knife at all? Or? Um, I have got a little feel. I have gotten my, my lips done three times. I had like small lips. Uh -huh. They always had the little, little puck, whatever they call it. Um, but yeah, I've done it three times and a little Botox here and there, but honestly it, it has to do with genetics. Yeah, it does. A lot of water. And I've never dabbled, I mean, believe this or not, of uh, 44 years, um, I've never dabbled in drugs, ever. You fucking liar. I swear to God. I mean, <laughs> no, 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 seriously. And I think that came from just um, um, seeing, you know, you know, coming out at 16 years old and being, you know, homeless and, and seeing my dad, you know, my, my dad shooting up heroin at, at five years old and just knowing that that wasn't my life. Um, but I never talked bad about it. Because I knew it could be my uncle, it could be my cousin, um, it could be my dad, in which right. it was. So um, when people did drugs around me, it was like to the to the fullest, like just full throttle. And I just said, you know what? That's not going to be my life. 
Um, I need to survive. Right. But I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't talk down on it because I don't know what they were going through. Sure. I don't know what position they were in. I don't know what financial stress or whatever led to them to get to that point. Right. Um, so for me, drugs have never been a part of my life and they will never be. Um, I've just seen that people, you know, commit suicide, uh, family members, and just how it deteriorated my right. own father. Well, I mean, and on top of that, I mean, uh, of course, you know, bad things can come from abuse in any level of, or on anything, but also you're just like naturally super, super hyper and energetic anyway. <laughs> You've literally always been that way. And that's what goes so hand in hand with what you do because as I was asking you earlier, did you come from home? Like, because you obviously have a home in Palm Springs and a home in Long Beach, but like you will be in four counties in a day I, I, for work. I feel like I'm, I've been blessed. I literally been blessed with ADD. ADD to me is multitasking. I can be in one city to the next city. Um, and people like trip out and they're like, David, why, why don't you take a, a break? Or why don't you take a vacation? I am my next paycheck. Right. And I just, I honestly, I love working under pressure. Right. I love the hustle and the bustle. And, um, and if it need, needs me to be driving four hours a day, I'm going to do that. Right. Right. I love that. I love that. Now, uh, for, for those of you that don't know, uh, David is a real estate agent and interior decorator. Amen to that. Um, you have been known to help people fix their credit. I mean, you do a little bit of everything and that that's what plays into that. How did you start um, the first part? Like, what was the first part of that? It was knowing your craft. Um, I would say starting my uh, my creativity uh, was really brought out by my grandmother at age eight, eight excuse me, eight years old. Um, I would move around her furniture, moving it from this position to that position, and people, the family would come over and be like, "Hey, did you get new couches? No, it's been positioned differently. Wow, you did so good. No, actually, David did. Eight year old David? Yes. Right. So for me, it was it was having that that creativity that my grandmother allowed, knowing knowing that I was gay, right. uh, knowing that I was gay, her allowing me to just move around her furniture and create, I was creating, constantly creating things. And that led into eventually having a business. Um, I fell into um, real estate because I was working for a collection agency, calling and collecting, girl, you better pay your $15 bill or you owe us a $100 bill. And I was ruining their credit, but fixing it. Well, my mom was a real estate agent. I can fix their credit. That led into loans. Loans learn, uh, led into taxes. Mm -hmm. Taxes led into real estate. I got my license, but my passion was always the design aspect of it. Right. I really felt like I was so creative. I would go to bed and imagine a wall being here or a window there, or, or, or we could do this. So that's where I blended the two. And they're really just married. I, it, hand, it goes hand in hand, real estate and design goes hand in hand. And that's what I love about you is that I go on your Instagram and daily you're constantly posting Craftsman style homes, Victorian homes. Mm -hmm. And being in that field, you have an appreciation right. to when it was built, keeping it aesthetically correct, adding moldings. Um, people always take away from the, uh, the charm of a 1920s or 30s home. Right. And it is my job to show them other ways to create that molding again, bringing the appreciation of when the, the property was actually built. So for me, hand in hand, real estate design uh, were, were, were a couple that just needed to be put together. And I knew how to make money off of that. Right. Well, and that's what I think, too, uh, plays in a bit with drag because you have produced events and we've worked with in a lot of private events that where you're like, I think drag is an element that needs to go into this party or this. Uh, and, you know, because you have so many different friends that do drag, myself included, um, you are able to 
juxtapose different types of entertainers in a party where it just seems to make sense. You're like, I know I need sort of a modern element, but I also want a vintage element, but I also want an impersonator that the person loves. That, that the, And so I feel like that is how you're able to sort of appreciate drag. Like, Def- I think that's why you've appreciated it for so long. Definitely. And, and also, is when I dabbled into, you know, I was scrubbing canopies and uh, tables and chairs. That led into doing full-on weddings. Weddings, learn, you know, led into, you know, the creativity of it as well. For me, the overtop thing that we could ever bring to any type of event is live entertainment. It makes you feel, it's a certain mood. It's, it's um, you're, you're uplifted, but it brings it's, uh, uh, two notches higher. Um, and for me, the drag show, um, being put into a, another time period, and that's what you convey. When I when I call you and I go, Delta girl, I, I'm doing a, a wedding here. I'm doing a, a birthday party last minute. Can you get here? Um, this is the theme. This is right. the look. And you come correct from the jewelries to the lips to, to the to the outfit. And I'm like, she got old Hollywood glam. Bam, pick any song you want. Or if it's a 90s version or it's whatever. And I think where we really relate is we love that old school feel. Right. We really on so many different levels, but I mean, in the terms of, of the classiness, you know, I, I didn't grow up with that, but I watched movies and Joan Crawford and um, the glitz and the glam, and you brought all of that. And that's where I just fell in love with your whole aesthetic. And I know that I can call you on any event. Uh, girl, you've been on ships with me. Yeah. Remember that when we did the, the um, after uh, Pride party? Yep, Overboard. Overboard, we did that. You came through on that one and you had just came out with your single. Um, that was really cool. Um, that was a whole nother look when we've done house part, several house parties. Girl, I had you at birthdays. Oh. I was thinking about the one, um, you did that holiday party like a couple of years ago. And I mean, we're talking about the live entertainment. You found a way in a what other people would consider a limited space <laughs> to have mariachis, da- folklorico dancers. Trish was there singing. <laughs> we, you had drag show. I was, I was uh, futzing around doing whatever. Sonique was cooter slamming on the ground. Like there was all of this, but it made so much sense. And the majority of the people there were straight people, but because they were, there was so much going on and there was canopies and there was food. And it was like there, something that you're able to do is really make everyone at a party that you are hosting or you are creating feel special. Well, and that's I something that you that. really do. And uh, I mean, I could even remember like the dressing space we were in. We came in and there was like jars of candy and towels. And it's just that facilitation that not a lot of people realize. But because you've been around so much drag, you realize, of course, I'm going to compensate them fairly. Of course, I'm going to do that. But I'm also going to facilitate this so that they feel like they have everything that they need. You've, you're always the point of contact. It always makes sense. You always have a million people around that if you're not able to be there that second, there is someone that's able to be there. Yeah, and in business as well, knowing what you can conquer, knowing what you can execute well, and if you can't, find a manager to do it. Right. And I know if I'm going to hire acts that are that are on TV or just are bringing that extra element, you better believe your dressing room in a garage is going to look cute. You better have water and you better have uh, flowers and you better have um, their their drink of choice. I be, You better come correct for, for these queens because they don't want to just be busted. They need AC, they need fans, they need light, good lighting um, because you want them to come out fully refreshed to give an audience the 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 impression or, or whatever it is that they're going to go on there. They want to convey that to them. And I love when straight people 
come to an event that I'm hosting and they're blown away and they're, 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 they're not even stressed out. They're ready to take it all in. They're ready to tip you, baby. Right. And I love the Blanche that you do. Um, for me, it's it's more comical. Right. It's funny. Everyone gets it. So that's why I'm like, can you please do that one? Uh, so I, just I love doing that. I hope you're listening. Where's my camera? Are you listening to what he said? You have to facilitate and compensate. It just It's simple. It really is so simple to ask someone, what is it that you think you're going to need here? And think of what you would need. Somewhere to sit down, somewhere to plug in, somewhere to uh, be away for a second so you can feel, just as he said, refreshed and deliver that 100% that you hired someone for. You want the crowd to see 100%. Give your entertainers, your bartenders, your go-go dancers, your photographers, give them all of that and you're going to get it all back. Everything that you wanted, you're going to get it back. Amen. Amen. From a business standpoint, you... You're a walking business, so why wouldn't we treat you guys well? And if you know your guests might be a little cheap on the tipping, get some damn ones. Get some damn ones and make it rain on them because they'll, they'll love it, you know? Or, or, you know, when you pull out your purse, put the money in there. And I always tell my guests, too, that $1,000 is for my girls. Pay them well. And then, again, it's, it's, it, they, you see it in their smiles and it's their appreciation. And at the end of the day, I think every aspect in any type of business, we just want appreciation. Right. That's all we want. That's all we're looking for. What I've been able to do is, is that was actually taking place in a parking lot. It did. Uh-huh. I did a parking lot. You guys give me a parking lot. Man, I can do a quinceanera, a wedding. You, any event, I can totally trick that out. It's knowing your space. Right. And how you're designing the space to make sure that there's enough room for everybody. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Let's take a break. Okay. Yeah, let's take a break. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. We are back with my extra special guest, Mr. David Rios, who is a real estate agent, a designer, a dancer, a high-quality romancer. You're all of it. Give it all All to me. All of it. All of it. Um, So I always have fragrances on the table, Mm -hmm. right? And I think about the fragrances like maybe that's something that the guest might wear. And of course, I mean, I don't know that you necessarily wear Classic by Banana Republic or if you wear Angel for Men, but I I do know that you are wearing this one right now. Amen. You know it. Because you gifted this to me. I did. And it wasn't until one day when I was like looking at the bottle and I was like, what is that? It's, uh, it is monogrammed on there in gold. Yes. Delta work on my bottle. 
of this. Custom. You love fragrance. You I are do. all about. You have candles. I, I do have candles. You have a line of candles which we love. Daddy issues. Uh huh. Trust fund. Uh huh. De Niro. Uh huh. And brunch. Yeah. And they all <laughs> smell good. They're all good. Um, if you had your own fragrance that you were going to market, what would be like? Uh, what would be something that would be in that? What would it smell like, or what would it look like? Sexy, um, manly. Um, I convey. Uh, Almost like you just want to jump on you and just bite you, you know, okay. and spend money on you. It's okay. rich. It's uh, it's inviting, but it's edgy. It's classy. Um, like I don't know the, the darker elements, but super sophisticated. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. All of those scents. I would just really want more of a nighttime, fresh nighttime, fresh nighttime. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. So would it be um a bit like. Would it be moody? Would it be like woody and 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 a little bit spicy? Spicy and a little bit more softer. The woods, okay. the woody smells. Um, reminds me of more of a John Vervedos type of line. Very much so. Yeah. In fact, I was just talking to Chirac about that. I'm yeah. kind of more on the girly sweet side, no, but so still creamy, sexy. Like creamy. Give me cream. Give me cream. Give me cream all yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. It's yes. what it is. So spicy and creamy. I like that. And then drench. I'm I'm super over the top with that. Yeah. Drench the shit out of me. I can go to the gym. If you're going to go to the damn gym, please do us all a favor and wear some damn deodorant. If not, spray. Just two sprays. You know, it goes a long way. If I'm on the treadmill, I want to sniff someone that's smelling good, you know? You do. I, I you do. Like I'm not that. into the, the stench. I mean, I know it's a thing, right. I, for especially for our community and the bears and the otters and all that stuff. But for me, I, I want people to be like, damn, David Rios is in here. He's entered the building because his scent is like, is soothing and it's and it's uh, the aroma is everywhere. This is why we connect quite a bit. I liked. For, I, I heard the term sillage. Have you heard that term? That means like how much it fills the room. Yes. Before, so how much it precedes you. And a lot of people don't like that because they really do like a connection to smelling themselves and smelling other people because mm. they make a better connection to it. But what about that? There's a place where those two things can mix. They can. Someone's natural odor. And then it's amplified with like fragrance that you spray on. Yes. That can be good. But you know, you, I mean, listen, you got to wipe your ass. You know what I mean? You have to wipe your ass. You really do. Nobody wants to smell like butt and Dracar Noir. Yeah. Like, and then there could be a balance as well too, like the Axe fragrances and so forth. Remember the, um, back in the eighties where if you love Giorgio, you'll love. Yes. Imposters, what's it called? Something. That's what Morgan wears. <laughs> yeah. She like, I, if I, you I, like uh, Angel, you'll love Cherub. <laughs> Where? Oh, that cheap bitch. I did not know she was rocking that. Yes. Bit. Oh, my. She's, oh, she's one consistent smell, and I love it. And she puts on her long hair uh -huh. when she has long hair, and I'm like, whip that shit in front of me, girl. I want that whiff, you know? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I did not know that, but yeah. yeah. I always harass her about that because she always buys those, design, and she buys them, like, by the 12-pack. Like, she'll order them from Amazon or whatever, and I always harass her about that, and then I have to, like, draw back because I'm like, wait a minute. Every birthday... Every Christmas, she buys me the most expensive perfume. She does. She always is like a set of perfume. And I'm like, why did you spend that? Why won't you wear it? She's like, I would rather you have it. And like, that's like, it's a, I, I'm just not trying to be preachy, but I have friends like you yeah. or, or Morgan or Detox or Mayhem, whoever, who, or who always seem to surround with that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Definitely. I don't need a box of chocolates. I've had 46 years of box of chocolates, but every one of them that's like my close friend that still in a way sort of acknowledges me as this like motherly figure in their drag life in a way, Definitely. auntie figure, even though we're sisters. 
no, they still sort of, it feels good. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like you command that attention. There's a balance with all the queens and there's, I'm not just saying level of respect. There just comes with the, that you're well-spoken, that you've been there, done that. And that's what I think connects us as well is that we've been through harder times in our life and we've sure. seen, you know what, what we are? We're um, streetwise smart. Yeah, and you can't that. get that from a lot of the queens. They're you know they they've just come up or they're smaller cities. But when you've when you've experienced some rough areas, and but you also appreciate the best of the best. I know I can call you girl for a dollar taco, and right. you're gonna be there like this. Right. I know that I can call you for a, a dinner that's you know it's it's a charity event, and I know you could be, and I don't have to worry about what you're gonna wear, how you're gonna speak, how you're gonna uh, um, talk to other people, and you're gonna engage in, in a month's other people that are around you and not making them feel less or or higher end or whatever you keep it equal it's how we were raised i think yes i think it is i mean we're and we're lucky to have been raised that way because not everybody gets that opportunity or has that kind of family or friendship or extended family so that's something that we're very rich in yes. well, even beyond having money or because money will come and go i mean Amen. you've always said that you know what i mean i know that you um have worked very hard for your homes and for your airbnbs and for this and that and the other uh but it could be taken away in a minute, you know. It, especially we noticed that this with the with the pandemic. You know, you know? that, and, and that's the thing I'd say. God gives me what I can handle. And when 2008 came around, and I was a millionaire before I turned 30, and this is me coming from welfare, five kids in a one bedroom, you know, with teenage parents, uh, that was that was horrible, you know. But I thought, you know what, God. I haven't even turned 30 years old and I'm losing everything. In 2008, I lost everything, and I looked at my life and I said, you know what? It just got so much easier. But I knew how to rebuild it again. And I knew nothing was going to stop me from that. I didn't go to, you know, I rarely went to school. I, I had, I didn't speak well. I had ADD. I, you know, I, I, I was dyslexic. I had everything against me. But that didn't stop my hustle. Right. It, it actually encouraged me to, to do it again and do it better. But this time around, do it with other people. And teaching people that you can do it by yourself. Till I was 22 years old, I, I walked around with this chip on my shoulder because I felt like I got to show everybody that I succeeded. They don't need to know about my past. They need to know David's here and he's succeeding. But to be honest with you, I wasn't tangible. I wasn't tangible maybe to the higher end um, and people that wanted to see what I had or didn't have. But the minute I actually shared my story, I became tangible to so many younger Latinos. Um, and it doesn't even make it, it's not even the race. It was the younger generation that I could come from nothing, want everything, and slowly develop it. But I became more successful when I did it with other people. Right. And when you when you say that about rebuilding and working with other people, what, how does that, uh, what do you bring when it, with the Trixie Project, with the Trixie Motel? That was a whole thing about literally rebuilding. Uh, Building from scratch. And you guys, talk about eating a humble pie. Humble pie, like in my face. I was already given that show. And a year later, it went away. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. They went with someone else better or and someone else that maybe was more her aesthetic. And I completely get that. But then, girl, I got a phone call. A year later, I got a phone call. David Reels, we need you and your team and everybody else blah, 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 to make it happen. Oh, well, well, I wasn't good enough. What's going on here? I Am I being this. used? Uh, or is, is it something, do you really need me to convey uh, this project? And when I got involved on it, it was, it was, uh, it was you know, I looked at it as, as a compliment. For them to do the research and find out that I can actually execute this project and still being in the, the, the area that I love, which is Palm Springs, and recreating that. Um, and, and, and Trixie just having her seeing what she does on a daily basis and that hustle allowed me to say yes sure. and allowed me to flourish, you know. And so was I, you know, 
in the, the on camera do I show that that's my personality? Probably not. It shows that I'm timid and quiet and quiet. I'm not any of that. But you know what? I understood at the very end that that wasn't my aesthetic. Um, I probably would have made her more rich and glamorous and and more like little Hollywood vibes, whatever, um, especially in Palm Springs. But that wasn't it. Uh, she went with a different designer and I still loved it. Right. And I knew I could execute it well. And I knew I could, at the end of the day, my name was on the line. And at the end of the day, people are always going to remember you by your name and how you conveyed everything. And so for me, um, I still finished it and I loved it. And uh, um, I'm on to my next project. Now, out of all the rooms, which room would you stay in if you... Girl, you and I would definitely stay, because I know you, uh, probably the, the flamingo. The pink flamingo yeah. room is definitely the classiest. Yeah. Um, and then my second one would be uh, Malibu Barbara. Yeah. Super cute, you know. Uh, it's just it's just the the flow of the, the ground. It's like a, an ocean coming together with glitz, probably because it has glitter in it. And I, you know, I'm super gay and I just love the glitter and is the glitz. Is it clothing optional? Uh, yes, on, on Sundays it is. It is on Sundays. On Sundays. Okay, that's Take that. off what you want, keep on what you need. But I will say this though, um, it isn't 20, it's 21 and over, so no kids are allowed. Um, and we aren't pet, pet friendly, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, keep the grounds clean. And do you love it? Oh my God, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with it because um, it really is an experience for so many people to come and channel and just and just be part of Trixie's life. Um, you know, so I just hope it just continues on going on for more generations and so forth. But I think they have me around for a reason because mm -hmm. I know things will break. I know things are going to get, you know, blemished right. here and there. And um, because I'm OCD and I just got to be a, a control freak, I'm there all the damn time. We're either painting or helping uh, Trixie partner just kind of put things together. Um, but again, it's my name behind it. So I, I really want to make sure that, that the aesthetic stays correctly. And, um, and also that, you know, when it gets blemishes, I'm there to fix it. I mean, the whole thing just makes so much sense because, you know, Trixie Mattel is a brand and it makes, I mean, liter literally it fell right into Trixie, the name Motel. Why not? And so many people go to Palm Springs. Yeah. It is now such this, de I mean, it's always been a destination place, but because I feel like the festivals and all of that, it's become a place where when people go to Coachella, they're like, let's go through Palm Springs and see what's going on. And it's like this adult playground. It is. Which is great, but then also has its drawbacks, I'm sure, for people who own homes there. And Yeah. Well, you know what the other thing, too, is I feel like Palm Springs is losing right now how it was built. And, and I feel like a lot of people are going in there with the boho look, and that's not what it was. It was it was a retreat. Do you know that the contracts read from any celebrity, um, uh, their contracts read, that they had to be um, within tw uh, two hours into the studio at any given moment. So, therefore... Palm Springs was the closest destination for them to come and explore. And that's where it was really designed and developed for the elite to get away and just, you know, right. feel relaxed and not be, um, you know, bothered by so many people on the, on the outskirts. And so it's gone away from that. And it is my job, one of, you know, to bring back the history. It's the smallest city with the most history. And I think there's so much charm that we need to bring back. Absolutely. I think that all the time. I mean, I do... I, I always nag on this idea that um, uh, the people that come to go to the festivals that are from out of town and they're there with their parents' money, they right. kind of sometimes come through and trash the town. They do. And I'm like, no appreciation. Why are you doing this? Don't do that. Not saying don't come, but like, why are you like, it's almost like when you let kids loose at, in the toy department in a store and they're like, what's this? What's that? 
That's somebody's. Exactly. And I'm asking you guys, don't come to Palm Springs if you're gonna come jack up our city. Come and spend money. Come in and, and pick all your outfits. Come and come and be rich with us and have cute, be cute, you know? And so for me, I, I just love other people coming in right. from all over the world. We have an international airport. Right. We have millionaires and billionaires coming in. And I don't want people to come in and, and leave with this trashy feeling. Right. Um, and I, and I'm, I'm blessed that there's several drag shows. I remember I used to stalk you and go everywhere you were at. I still do like 111. I, right. I love when you guys go. Love 111. Your fans. Are you kidding me? Love 111. The, the, remember that girl that they made you that quilt? Yep. I oh. need to bring it on the show. Amy Winehouse? Are yeah. you kidding me? Right. You and I have, when you come to, when you do Amy Winehouse, I don't care where you're at. I will, even if I have things booked, I cancel everything just to see you. Stop. Oh, yes. Stop. You and Amy Winehouse, I swear to God. It's our favorite. And like, that's also the connection with Trish as well. You oh. know what I mean? We love that kind of music. I love my baby. Yeah. And I, I, again, Latinos, growing up in the area that we did, our slang talk right. once in a while. Right. You know, even the, from the cholas and, and all this other stuff, we get each other on so many levels. Right. You know, just the, the bantry back and forth. A mess. A mess. A mess. But, but we only get it, though, yeah. you know? Like, who does that? Oh, my God. When you did the, the chola and the, you're wearing a, a, a jersey. Mm -hmm. and, oh, and your lips and your eyeliner. And, oh, my God. I was like, I mean, mija. And then you, the next one was you, like, uh, um, at the, the entrance of um, Executive Suites with this 1930s look and that, that pachuca look. It, it's just, and, oh. We've had a lot of fun. I mean, we have, these are reference points that we have and they go into your decorating. They go into, you know, design. They go into drag. It all goes hand in hand. Um, let's take a little break. Let's take a break. Yeah, let's take a break. Let's talk some more shit. Yeah. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. And we are back. I'm talking with David Rios. We are just talking about not just old times, but interior decorating. We were just saying how all this goes hand in hand. It does. It really does. Everything Attention we do. Attention to detail. Right. On everything. Well, we were talking about too, uh, while we were on break, about the idea that you don't have to have a million dollars. You have to have an idea. Idea, yes. Just an idea. Like, how, how, what, what story are you telling? Exactly. Right? And knowing a price point for your, for your demographic, you know, can, can they not afford this? What's option A, B, and C? And I think a lot of decorators forget that. Right. No, we're executing it and this is the way uh, the chimney needs to be. No, we can do a slab there. We can do paint. We can do, you know, what, what can we do with paint? 
And right. how much volume can that change a house? You know, it could be a front door. It could be a, a, a powder bathroom. It could be, you know, an accent somewhere. That's just three areas in one gallon of paint that's costing you $25. Right. Let's maximize it. Spray paint, girl. What can spray paint do? <laughs> do you remember, before we get into this, it's just something not everybody remembers. Do you remember Christopher Lowell? Christopher he was Lowell. an interior decorator. and He had his own show on, like, Lifetime Channel in the 90s. God, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to send you some of his stuff. Yeah, I remember sure. he was like very, very out, very like. Um, he was just like a queer icon that I could remember as a kid. Well, I would watch the show all the time, and I remember he would say, "You only need 17 inches of space for someone to pass, so you could, you know, arrange furniture a certain way." He was just so yeah. gla- like he was glamorous. And you know what? I would love him. I know what I love about um, teaching people is that you don't need to buy a bunch of new stuff. Mix it and match it in your own room. Master bedroom, side tables, go outside. And I hate things that are matchy-matchy. Make things statement pieces. What's your focal point? Do you have greenery? You don't. Um, Less is better sometimes. uh, Or sometimes more is more. You know, just understanding the rooms and and switching it around becomes a more of appreciation to that one piece. Right. Right. I agree. Um, So we... Uh, are going to answer some letters. Ooh, yeah, this on. is like the portion of the podcast called uh, the the annals. And one time somebody typed it wrong and it said Anal. anals. So you get it. You know what <laughs> well, this, this is. Well, this show, we're good. We're yeah, good. Yeah, you we're know good, what baby. it is. So um, I have, um, I just, I've forgotten this every episode, but I finally brought my letter opener. Okay. Which is, uh, it's kind of like a, it looks like a knife more yeah. than a letter opener. Ooh. But okay. let's answer some of these questions. Some of these let's letters. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So we're going to read the first one. Ooh, okay. Let's see what we have here. I love these questions. I know. They're always fun. Yeah. The first one's from Jay. Halloween is around the corner, and I'm curious if there are any specific foods that scream Halloween to you. If you were invited to a Halloween kickback or picnic only outside if the weather permits and proper seating is arranged, what would you expect to eat, and what would you bring? Uh, any thoughts on the return of the Sanderson sisters? So what about Halloween? Is there any Halloween candy or certain foods? Oh my God, uh, Halloween. I will say something about decorating. If you go to, even the Dollar Tree offers them as well. Home Depot offers, and they're like the zucchini that has like little warts on it or whatever uh-huh. they're called. Those will last you two to three months. Yeah. So during the whole fall season, I think um, doing a spread is is gonna bring you know so much life to the table. Right. Um, so that to me it would be my first go to. I think of fall like more of like the warmer foods, more of the cinnamon, like maybe maybe more of a um, a dessert, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pies. Now I know that you love um, like sour gummy candy. I do. I do. I, I know. Do. I know that's your favorite. Do you have a favorite specific candy if you're trick or treating? Oh my god, gummy bears! And now they make them. They make them for Valentine's Day and Halloween. And they're they're Herbo. Um, they're from Germany. Um, they come in the smaller package, mm-hmm. and they're so the flavors will just last forever. So yeah, I I I I'm, I sometimes act like I'm gonna hand them out, but I actually keep them to my, for yeah. myself. If you walk into any of my houses, even my vacation rental homes, they all have candy jars, and they're plentiful with um, gummy bears. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, what about when you would go trick or treating and people would give out like the little Christmas candies, like the mints, and you're like, oh, I don't fucking want those at all. You know what? I was appreciative just to grab anything. You know, uh, just my my mom would take us to the higher end places because um, we know we got the full candies, yes. and we would come back to school with our bags and we had the bigger candies, and you know those were costing like a dollar, two dollars. But, but did you take the pillowcase? We did. Yes. Oh my, the soco madre. Oh, Dios mío. You yes, have to we take did. the pillowcase. We did. We were so For embarrassed. Sure. My mom couldn't afford uh, the plastic. Uh, you know the, um, uh, the the bag, so we actually took pillowcases. That's so funny you said that. Yeah, you have to. I mean, you're gonna get more. It's more strength. Yeah, yeah. 
a god. All right, let's see what else we have here. <laughs> More questions. Come I on, love bring it Halloween. On. I'm so ready for Halloween. Actually, yes. I do love trick or treat candy, but there's always the stuff that like that always ends up at the end. Like I don't like I don't want Milky Way. Yeah. Oh no. Ugh. If it's yeah. gonna be chocolate, it's either chocolate or chocolate with nuts or yeah. something crispy or um. I don't know, something like that. Okay, so here's a letter. Uh, this is from Tyler. Hey, Tyler. Uh, I graduated high school three years ago, and during these past three years, have been uh, they, they've been some of the hardest of my life. I recently decided to get back into college, and I got accepted to this four-year school. The problem is that I, um, I have to move about an hour and a half away to stay in an apartment near campus, and I've never lived on my own or away from my hometown. Moving away always... Uh, moving away and becoming my own person has always been my dream. My issue, though, is that my anxiety cannot allow me to embrace my excitement for all of these changes because I know all of the things happening are things I have no control over and that I just have to hope that it all goes well. I hope everything happens the way I want it to. So do you have any helpful knowledge or tips on becoming an adult and learning how to be independent? I'm sorry this letter is kind of long, but thank you so much for reading it and sending all the love to both of you. Well, Tyler, I got a, a, a little awakening of life. And this is what you want to do. You want to embrace it. You are, I feel like you're already going and approaching it with so many expectations that might not happen. Um, and make sure that you're going for the right reason. Make sure that you're passionate on, on, on what you're trying to execute. Four years of college or two years of college. Go and mentor somebody that's in that industry to make sure that that's, it's, it's well worth it. And if you're, if you're, Feeling that you're alone at, at at your dorm or wherever you're going, take a picture of your family and know that it's on the side of your bed. So when you come in, you see your mom, you see your family, um, send them pictures. But addition to that, um, to to help you with your anxiety, really lessen what you're what you're thinking it's going to be because it's not going to be the way you think uh -huh. it's going to be. It's going to be completely different. And and embrace it. You're you're. It's a change of life that you're going through. Relax. I say just go in with with um not having any expectations. And at that point, you can really flourish in in the line that you're going into. Ask a lot of questions. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Because when I was in school, I was like, you know, uh, the moment the moment I started really learning is when I was asking questions. Right. And you know, it's not for you or it's for you. Continue it or, or stay in that area and get a part-time job. You might like that area even more. There's a reason why he's leaving. I can already tell. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you. Uh, I've talked about this with Raja before on uh, on the podcast. I feel like um, even for myself, uh, specifically for myself, I feel like because I sort of remained in the area that I that I was like sort of born and raised in, I took away from myself the opportunity to see how other people live and meet other people. And that definitely is part of the reason why, that insulation is part yeah. of the reason why I have unrealistic expectations everywhere I go in the world because- Comfort I, zone. Yeah, I'm like, well, why can't you do this? It's always been given to me. And I have to realize that those expectations are unrealistic and unfair. Uh, Tyler, you have the such a great opportunity. Uh, David is a person who- uh, definitely over prepares in case I'm a person who overthinks and puts dread out there. And, and, and I, I, I will say that I like to tell people I'm just being realistic, but sometimes I have to know that it's being pessimistic and don't be afraid, Tyler, because once you just, you're climbing up that hill. Once you get to the top of that hill, you're going to see it all. Yes. And all of those things that you're afraid of, um, they're not really going to happen. They're not really going to happen. You're going to meet people that are going to want to know you. You're going to learn, just as David said, that maybe the course of study is 
not it. Maybe it's just a, just a little bit on the, this way, or maybe it's perfect, but yeah. you have to experience it. You have to, you just have to say like, you know, like literally look ma, no hands. Like you have to like, just do it. You do. You have to jump. You really have to jump. But just as David said, realize there's always, you can always go back home. You know what I mean? I, I really hope that for you. I say that just because you mentioned that you, you are living with your family. There's always going to be someone that you can always go back to. There, there, yeah. there has to be. And everything happens for a reason. There's yeah. a reason why these doors have opened for him. There's right. a reason why he got accepted into this. There's a reason why he's there. And I'm so proud. I don't even know him, right. but I'm proud of him to make, for making that jump, that leap, because a lot of people won't do it. I would say go in there knowing that God has you there for a reason. Right. That path that has been opened, those doors have been opened. Take advantage of it. Yes. And love, experience the area that you're in. Yes. Experience, take it all in, because it's, it's going to be a different transition from where he's used to. Right. And, and it, who wants to be comfortable no more? No. Oh, let's get out there and experience life. You have to. You have to. I mean, if we're going to make change and if we are going to to be our best, we have to see what do other people eat? What do other people, mm -hmm. how do they dance? What are, their, what are their goals? Where do they shop? What do they wear? And that's what's going to shape you, Tyler, and it's going to allow you to uh, be more comfortable in your own skin yes. is to be able to watch other people and go, I can do that too. I, that's actually the way I want to dance. That's the restaurant I want to go to. These are the people that I want to be around. It's and, so true. And we all suffer from anxiety. It's yeah. how we deal with it. You're, he's not alone. I suffer from anxiety every single day, every job. But you know what? It don't let it control me. Right. I don't let it control you. It's how you deal with it. Right. And you know, when you're in this environment, you're going to meet new people, new friends that are also in the same boat. They're in the same exact boat. And you really want to understand why... why you want to understand how they're dealing with it. You know what I mean? You're going to find there's more people in the same boat as you because they're they're literally also leaving home. Yes. Are they not? Yes. And these could be end up being lifetime friends or they could end up just being acquaintances. You could have any of that. Like I said, my my closest friends that have been sitting on this couch here and talking with me, they know these factors about me. They know like what I am going to do and what I'm not going to do. I mean, I I can sit here <laughs> I can sit here and, and and have a good time, but you know, there's people producing this that, that write this stuff down that, that that say, you know, I I'm paying attention to what you're doing and I want to help keep you focused. Like these are things that are coming from you, but I'm gonna help you line yourself together. You have to have a, a team of people around you. You have to, yes. and this is where you're gonna learn that is in college. Uh and they're going to look out for your best interests. I feel yeah. like this this letter. What a great question. It is a great question. It's an eye-opener for everybody in any age. His question yeah. resonated with so many people at so many different areas. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I don't know why I'm thinking about this, but like I feel like you're having an epiphany of something. Yeah. I just keep thinking about like, well, really, my friends and like detox was here just recently. And um we were talking about like gigs. And she was said, I said, she said, oh, have they contacted you about X, Y, and Z? I said, yeah. She goes, don't do it. I said, really? I saw it and you looked like you had a good time. She said, I did have a good time. It's not for you. I already know who you are. I already know what the parameters are. You're going to have a meltdown. Poor warning. You're not going to like it. Girl, you don't need that money. The money will come from somewhere else. Go do this other gig. And and just you as well. Like we've done gigs before where you've, you know, had to use uh, different talent for different stuff because we know I'm not going to put you in something that you're not going to flourish in. Correct. I, I'm not saying I don't want you here. I'm saying this is not the setup for you, but I do have a setup for you. And it, going into this letter, that fear, this is where you're going to meet people who are going to really 
understand you. Yes. And 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 that's that has to happen and it can't happen at home. It can't only happen at home. And fear is the number one thing that really holds back people from accomplishing their goals. We are we fear ourselves. Right. What the hell are we fearing? Yeah. Just jump into it. Every job will tell you how to do it. Don't yeah. don't let fear hold you back from from accomplishing life, living, living well. You're young, Tyler. You're very very young and you have that on your side. Well, these are this is it. These are the letters. This is how we do it. I mean, I'm so glad you were here to I join me. I appreciate you inviting me. I really had a good time. Well, speaking of this, we have a, a sister that wants to meet you. What is this? It's a little gift. A little gift from you. Yes. What? And Mr. Should I open the card? I didn't have time to write on it. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's just you just staged this. I staged. You staged this gift. Oh God, I, I fell in love a with the gift though. from David Rios. A gift yes. from David Rios. Enjoy. The packaging. Oh, packaging wait. is everything. If you have merchandise, make sure it's everything. packaged well. Oh wow! Ooh, come on, girl, come on. I don't want to drop it. This is la hermana. Careful. Oh yeah. Um, oh, sorry about that. Oh, no. I don't know which way it goes. You can rip it open. It doesn't matter. I don't want to rip it. Well, you have the box. Wait, we have a letter opener. Can't we just use that? There we go. Yeah. So this is the sister to this of, fragrance of the fragrance, correct? But this is the the I guess the. Woman's fragrance. I guess everything's universal. I mean, everything's everything interchangeable. Is, everything is. And in fact, I, I always say this about fragrance, like wear what you want, wear what you love. But at the same time, How it's hard to describe. You know, there's there's terminology that is still used in, in, in fragrance, like the term something is an oriental fragrance. Oh. And we don't really use that term. But I wonder sometimes, is it a, is it a fair term to use uh, when you're describing an item? I don't know. Um, this is oh, she's coming apart with all that damn packaging. We're going through perfect. four packages. It's Let's perfect. get through. It's just because I have nails on. We're, 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 is the lid in there? Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, God, it's so good. Show the lid because the lid is, is what like actually makes, makes the scent. There it is. Ooh. That's what I'm talking about. Come on. Yes. Look at that. It's an exclusive line. I don't think it's going to last a long time, but it's for you. Thank you. It's You're welcome. so beautiful. And thank Look. you for letting me be here and share my story. And, I love this. And hopefully I, I, I can um, I can create so much more love and, and yeah. understanding of where I came from and, and give kids, kids family hope, any age, hope that they can still do it by themselves with other people. Um, and they haven't missed the boat. You have to come back. I want to come you back. You have to come back. You know what we should do? We should do something with decorating. We should actually, we should contact Tyler mm -hmm. and go decorate Tyler's space. Come down. Oh, we should. I'm down to go down there. I, I don't know we why should. we wouldn't. We should. And, and talk about what he's experiencing. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I love that. David Rios, thank you for being here. Delta Work, I love you. I love you. Thank you again. Thank you for joining us on Very Delta. It comes out every Monday right here on the Very That podcast feed and on YouTube. If you're new here, I'd love for you to subscribe to make sure that you do not miss any episodes. If you'd like to send me a question, comment, or any type of communication, email me at readmedelta at gmail.com. You can also follow me, Delta Work, on Instagram at Delta Work. It's simple. It's just at Delta Work. Um, we'll see you here next week for another episode of Very Delta. To listen to Very Delta one day early and ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus. Very Delta is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom, hosted by Delta Work and produced by Maxwell Esposito. Engineered by Margot Padilla and editing and sound design by Will Pitts. 
Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. 